What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Monster D-Face, and of course, our co-host here is my boy, Life with Panda. Life with Panda, what's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Another beautiful, beautiful day, and it's another day to talk about some Fortnite. 100%, man. We're at episode 119, so thank you guys at home for tuning in with us. As always, if you're listening from Spotify, podcast apple radio or the dash radio stitcher all those avenues man we love you guys we appreciate you all um and also if you're updating to ios 14 be careful if you're a mobile user for fortnite because you might lose it on ios sorry you know our ios listeners for fortnite uh yeah it hasn't came back yet but that's not the drama we're talking about not for the start of the show (laughs) not today today it's all about kanada Oh, man. Kanata. So uh, for the listeners, those of you who don't know, Kanata a few weeks ago, uh, early September, uh, was banned off the Twitch platform. And as you know, especially with the Dr. Disrespect situation, if you're banned on Twitch, you cannot play with other Twitch streamers while they are live streaming. Naturally, uh, Clicks and some other people are playing. And Kanata being the troll that he is, decides to hop in their calls while they're live streaming, potentially risking them bans and immediately having causing them to have to stop what they're doing, delete their VODs. I mean, some of the clips I saw from these streamers, it's disheartening that another person in the community would go so far as to attempt to try to get some people in trouble. But, you know, that's the situation. Kanata jumping into these calls. Monster, what's your take on this? I mean, I want to I want to backtrack. A little. Do we even know why Kanata was banned? So, OK, so a little bit of backtracking. There is no official statement. Typical Twitch. Uh, we never know specifically from Twitch what happened. But there is some speculation that it had to do with trash talking from Kanata. As we all know, Kanata is big on his trash talking. And it seems like he may have went a little bit too far, resulting in a permanent ban or at least a 30-day ban from Twitch because he has been banned, again, since the beginning of September. Wow. So for as we know right now, it's potentially upwards of 30 days, but the speculation is a permanent ban for smack-talking. Interesting (laughs) to me because, like, it's the gaming community. How do you – like – how do you really police a little bit of online smack talking? Of course, guys, there's a line in the sand. You never want to cross that, you know, that line of being um, taking it a little too far, making it personal, getting to the threat levels. I mean, we can get into how people have been arrested, right? Like the RuneScape yeah. guy that went to jail for 10 years for making a bomb threat. You don't want to, you know, it, there's levels <laughs> to your uh, smack talking, right? There's There's definitely levels. So let's talk about this. TSM Kanata, a, a signed player to Team Solo Mid, was banned mm-hmm. on the platform, and then he jumps into the stream's calls. You asked me about my perspective here. Uh, I think it's just reckless, you know? I think it's so yeah. reckless from Kanata's perspective. Maybe it was also a little bit of negligence on his part, right? You got to think about these yeah. pros. They don't They don't ever think that far, right? They live in this, this vacuum, right? This, this tight little narrow vision kind of (laughs) mindset and can you blame them right most of them are like 16. no honestly i don't blame them so in kanada's situation again speculation because there's no official reason why he was trash talking somebody and it got to like a violent point of trash talking wow and obviously 
we know, I would hope at least, that Kanat is not serious about some of the stuff that he was saying. Again, okay. I haven't even seen clips of this situation, so I don't know to the full extent. But the conversation there is that it was a pretty heated uh, uh, trash talk. So it's not just like your typical like monster, your dog. Like it was, it was him kind of really going in on somebody. Yeah, I but mean, Kanata's I'll be honest. I saw like some of it. It wasn't. I don't know. Like I don't think it was as crazy as at least the clips that i saw made it out yeah. to be um the ramifications here though like getting banned on twitch guys there's there's let me tell you guys the significance right of getting banned on twitch the way twitch and live streaming works if you're not a content creator if you're not there present on twitch you are not building presence at all like period so your yeah. channel is effectively taking 10 steps backwards right so it, it's it's one thing to like not upload on YouTube. At least you have content like living on there 24-7. And the culture that is Twitch YouTube or uh, YouTube in general is that the way they consume content is you're going to consume old content, right? A week-old video, day-old video, ETC. But the Twitch yeah. community in specific, you're consuming it there in real time all the time. No one's searching you up necessarily. So it's a lot different when you're not present on Twitch. You are taking a lot of steps backward. And here's something else to think about. When you get banned on Twitch, Twitch actually removes your subscribers. So yeah. if it's so crazy, right? Think about that. You're losing thousands, hundreds of dollars, right? For getting banned on the platform. And that that's not something that you can just gain back, right? If someone subscribes to you and then they don't show up for the next three months, well, you're never going to get that sub again if they were canceled yeah. permanently. Um, so even the way the whole payment model works behind Twitch, when you get banned on there, it hurts a lot. Average viewer count, um, community presence, once again, your relevancy like disappears on that platform. And then more importantly, like your 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 money, right? Your, your ability to monetize, like that goes out the window. Yeah, and Kanata being Kanata being a, a top tier brand in the space and on Twitch, you can only imagine a thousand plus subs. Uh, he, I've seen anywhere from ten to twenty thousand concurrent viewers at, at peak times. So the revenue loss, the the brand, like the the way that this brand is going to be hit, is is tough. And you know, as much as you want to say that trash talking is like is 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 typical, like I I agree there. I trash talk too, especially on stream. Um, but imagine being banned. For something that you that is almost branded in gaming, and Twitch is the branded gaming like station. I you, mean, when you go somewhere to watch some gaming clips and watch watch true gaming from one source, you go to Twitch. Yeah, because everyone wants that real time itch, right? You want to scratch that that need to have someone acknowledge you and and give you the the stuff no one's seen before, right? That's something about the live atmosphere that can't be taken away. But you brought up something very interesting here, Panda. You said. His brand is at risk, and there there's a level of taint that comes to the brand. Do you think this affects a team like TSM, one of the biggest organizations within the esports industry? Like, literally, if there was a ranking system, this is like S-tier when it comes down to mm -hmm. organizations, one of the few that I believe are, like, profitable as an actual org. What do you think yeah. about, what do you think that means for TSM and their brand? So, that's a really good question. So, from the TSM perspective... This is this is something that I don't even think they've acknowledged yet. 
as an organization, Ooh, which in my opinion let me, let me jump is a in. misstep. That's what I was going to say, right? What about when, whenever phase members get in trouble, they jump in right away to try and mitigate the flames. You're right, though. I haven't seen TSM see anything of the sorts. No, I think it's a huge misstep on the organization's part. It, it's almost like they're attempting to brush it under the rug. But in reality, Kanata is a big figure. This is not someone you can just brush under the rug and keep going. This is... This is significant, and they need to formulate some kind of response. Even if it's not to his ban, it's to his behavior following his ban and the way that he interacted with other streamers uh, without their permission. Okay, so that brings up the question. Should orgs be stepping in? The way, like, FaZe steps in for FaZe dubs when he goes off and, you know, spews out racist remarks, and they put him through uh, yeah. what was... I guess, like, uh, educational course on the history of the yeah, stupidity he that he was talking about. Should these orgs be stepping in? What was it that he did? He did um, uh, sensitivity training. Right. Is what That's what they labeled it as. Yeah, so he did this sensitivity training and then came back. But look, look at where Dubs is as a brand, too. He made a mistake. It wasn't even necessarily on his live stream. He, he made a mistake. He took ownership of the mistake, number one. The, the organization backed his mistake, said, we're going to help him improve. And look at Dubs. Dubs is still a top-tier brand. And even though he's made these mistakes, I don't see that going anywhere. But with someone like TSM and Kanata, TSM didn't step up. They didn't say, hey, we acknowledge that what he did was wrong. And we've personally had conversations with him to make sure stuff like this is avoided in the future. None of that happened. At least to my knowledge to this point, unless maybe they did stuff in the back end. But still, they didn't publicly come out and say, hey, we had this conversation with him. He will no longer be doing this. So that's tough. TSM, you kind of have to step up here as an organization, especially one of the few, like Monster said, profitable organizations in the space didn't say a word when one of their top tier Fortnite players makes mistakes like this. So definitely a misstep on TSM's part. So, yeah, and I want to kind of just continue to elaborate on this. So do you think they should, like, be launching an investigation as to, like, how far did he take this? Like, do you think that players that do this should be fined or reprimanded when they make big mistakes like this that could potentially tarnish what is the TSM legacy, right, and their their overall vision? Because when TSM goes out and they're approaching sponsors and, and that of the sorts, I mean, they're effectively leveraging their streamers' numbers, right? The mm -hmm. viewer hits, the live stream numbers, the YouTube concurrence, all that stuff. All of this matters. When your pro player gets banned, they're not only taking salary away from you for free for the month, but they're not contributing anything for the reason that you got them stand, uh, signed in the first place. If anything, they're going now in a backwards direction. What do you mm -hmm. think would be like a fair punishment or like should there even be like some kind of reprimand or again, a fine in this instance? So I'm going to answer your question with a question. In, in the NFL, if a, a, pro, a professional NFL player makes a huge mistake, do they get reprimanded? Do they get fined? They sure do. So why would it be different here? Why is it that it's still what we're doing in this space is most compared to esports specifically or to sports specifically so if we're going to compare gaming and and what we're doing in competitive esports to anything again it's going to be compared to the nfl it's going to be compared to the nba and if they're getting fined for what they're doing 
our players in this space should be held to those same standards. Or, and, or at the very least, like be put in a position to understand right the risk that could be involved when you sign on board with these organizations. Because I think the real disconnect here, or the problem is, they think they're just like getting away with playing video games for free. When yeah. we all know it's much more than that, man. To be a pro, obviously, there's all kinds of stressors and you know stuff like that involved. But when you represent an organization, this this is bigger than just you now. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine the hit TSM could take potentially from this. I mean, think about the concurrent viewers that they can no longer account for because that sole streamer is now banned because of his misactions. So let's say a brand approaches them and they're like, hey, in the Fortnite space, you used to get this many views from your pro players. Now you're only getting this. Where's the disconnect? Then they have to attempt to explain themselves as the, hey, uh, one of our pro players, Kanata, made these mistakes and no longer is able to stream on his pl on the platform of Twitch. So he can no longer pull these numbers. So, I mean, from a brand, like if I'm an external brand coming in, especially brands these days do not know about esports. So if they come in and they hear, oh, hey, he was trash talking, he threatened somebody, they're going to be like, uh, I'm out. Yeah, and, you know, you talk about the significance of not having that community presence, right? It's already evident. Like, energy yeah. has taken over the Fortnite space. You have Clicks being the biggest streamer now within the Fortnite category. You have Unknown Army following close behind that. You have Ronaldo being even bigger than that when it comes down to, like, viewing parties and events and stuff. And this has all happened, if you think about it, it's all transpired in about the last 30 days or so. Is there a correlation between... Kanata, who was also pulling ridiculous views, no longer being competitive in that category. There sure is, right? This is a, this yeah. is one of the few that TSM had left within the Fortnite space, all effectively gone right here. I mean, they did just sign um, Ops One X or Ops QT, so yeah. you know now they do have someone kind of filling up that you know stepping up into the void and and putting some TSM presence in there. But I agree with you, man. There's there's a lot of presence that gets taken out just by one player being gone. And that's what the guys don't think about, right? That's what the pros don't think about. That's what these kids don't think about. And that's the word, Monster. It's kids. And and to defend them a little bit, like, I get it. They're young. They don't necessarily know what we know as adults. The This idea of being able to, like, build a brand and represent something bigger than themselves in their current actions as a teenager. And that can also be a lot of added pressure. But another thing you mentioned out uh, was NRG uh, stepping up in, in their Fortnite space where TSM is lacking. I think NRG is the perfect example of what you should do. You should be out there uh, pro supporting your players, supporting the content that they're creating, doing things like that. Instead of TSM, they're bringing people onto their team, but then you never hear of like TSM's involvement with their players anymore. They used to be big on, on supporting like Myth, Daquan, Hamlins, and that was that was huge. Think about the three of them in the house and the content that they created together. That was one of the most enjoyable viewing experience from a Fortnite perspective that we ever had in this space. Now, to come from that to this point where TSM uh, is, is having to deal with pro players being completely banned from Twitch and then not supporting them or not even acknowledging, acknowledging yep. it, what's going on i mean that really is a huge misstep in the space and i get it tsm has always been more of a league of legends brand but if you're going to take on these other 
these other uh, games under your brand umbrella, you need to start treating them the same. Yeah, I mean that is a, a question of priority, right? How do you how do you get the best minds involved to make sure you're doing what you have to do? Your due diligence in different titles. Either way, I think uh, that about summarizes it, man. Kanata then made a big mistake. TSM completely, you know, doesn't even acknowledge it at all. But more importantly, Kanata takes it a step further because not only was he banned, he almost got other channels banned, put so many other people at risk. Let's move yeah. on, though. I want to jump into the next topic here. I want to talk about other brands that are stepping up. I'm talking Epic Games for once. Say word. Steps in, <laughs> drops a hot fix for competitive Fortnite. But before we get there, let's talk about the update that came today because we do have a great update in front of us. What a, a crazy update indeed, too. So other than the FPS improvements that we've been looking for for the last couple of weeks, I will say diving into these games the last couple of weeks have been tough with the FPS drops and things like that going on. But this update seems to have improved F FPS overall. On top of that, we have new bosses in the game. We have Wolverine here with a, a, an insane, insane mythic ability. How does he, he work? So he has claws, right? So it's uh, essentially he can tear through boxes. He tears through people with these blades. But when you have the mythic ability out, it heals you. So to the boss perspective, when you when you roll up on Wolverine in, um, I, I keep wanting to say Wailing Woods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when you roll up on, uh, on him in... Um, Weeping Woods. Weeping. It, he, he regenerates health. So as soon as you knock him, you need to instantly thirst him and attempt to take some shots from a distance because Wolverine, he will regenerate. And if he revives himself, he is back to full health and you have to do it all over again. And again, he does not hit lightly. So you need to make sure you're being careful when you go around Wolverine. That's that's kind of dope, man. Fortnite, this this whole Marvel theme is really taking it to the next level, man. They they have done and outdid themselves time and time again. And I heard that they released another like um, alternative for the Wolverine skin, which I I gotta go do my challenges, man. It's the worst thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> but switching switching up the pace here and getting more into the competitive stuff, I'm sure everyone by now is well aware. And if you're not, if you haven't jumped into arena because you're a filthy casual, don't worry. Let's get you covered. Boogie bombs were removed and porter forts were also removed from comp and this played a big part into dreamhack the event that just came up not only that though they had a small adjustment to the crash pads where they're no longer dropping in stacks of three they drop in stacks of two and they're a lot more rare now too which is it's playing its factor um did you get to catch any dreamhack this weekend and watch the solo stuff unfold so i did and it was really interesting to see well, not see really the the consistent stacks of these uh, crash pads, and look personally, I liked Porta Forts, and I but I am happy to see Boogie Bombs go. But the crash pad impact I think is even bigger than the Boogie Bomb and Porta Fort aspect, because everybody and their mother, brother, and sister have been carrying these crash pads in their inventory, especially with competitions like DreamHack especially in solos too and to see them more or less nerfed is interesting because now it's like it's one of those things it's like if you're lucky enough to get some crash pads you may be able to make some significant plays in the end game 
or you may have to rely on other things to rotate in or to get into people's boxes. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in trios coming up in this FNCS. Yeah, which is actually insane. Like, I want to give a little shout out to Mars OW. Man, Mars accomplished something that I don't think anyone's ever done in Fortnite. Um, <laughs> and, and clearly, it was big enough to warrant the attention of FN Competitive because they tweeted out, the only people that can respond to this are people with over 100,000 points in Arena. And that's like a little thing you can do on twitter basically you can force who can actually respond to the tweet <laughs> which at that point it was mars ow guys mars ow is coming off of i would say one of the highlights of his lifetime right now because not only did he get the acknowledgement from like the official fortnite and them just kind of shedding light onto him as a influencer within the space right his social media is booming right now he won dreamhack online for na east coming first place winning four points just four points over Booga for second. So Mars OW is now the DreamHack and he's champion for the month of what's this month? September. I get lost in my days, guys. The month of September. Um <laughs> he had a victory royale. He averaged 2.2 elims and an average of 14.7 placement throughout the course of the DreamHack and East. So congrats to him, shout outs to him, and also big respects, man. FN competitive stepping in and sharing some love to the pro players. 100 percent And there was a lot of speculation from the community and like, how is Mars? gonna respond he's the only one that can respond to this tweet so we know fortnite competitive will see the tweet. there are people out there like yo do the 100 percent chest rate spawn no <laughs> it's like imagine if he did respond that way but no he actually responded super respectful which was a huge plus in his book he he took the high road with this response which was really nice to see and it also speaks to the fact that just a day before like you said placed first in dream dream hack which yeah, and people had questioned, oh, how does hype points translate to co actual competitive events? Well, here's your proof. I mean, and and to talk about that, people question Reverse 2K when he qualified for the World Cup the same way because he only played public playlists with Ninja the whole time and then went mm -hmm. and qualified as solo. But what I wanted to do, guys, I wanted to read on behalf of Mars OW his response to uh, Fortnite Competitive. So Fortnite Competitive tweets out, only players with six-digit hype can respond to this tweet at MarsOW. <laughs> and then Mars responded, like Life of Panda, you beautifully said it. He took the high road here. He was very humble in this response. He said, just want to say thanks for this tweet. It really means a lot that you have my gratitude and thanks for everyone who has been supporting me through everything. Couldn't be here without you guys. Thank you. And that was a 20,000 hits on, just about 20,000 hits on that uh, tweet from Fortnite, and now Mars OW has tw over 22,000 followers on Twitter. So everyone went from that tweet to his page, and now he is literally blown up overnight. So if you're a pro grinder yeah. out there, if you're thinking about getting involved, hey amen. You're watching the strength of just being a good player, man. Your time can and will come if you continue to stay consistent. Absolutely. It's all about the grind. And it doesn't matter where you grind to. Again, it comes back to that Oh, I have to be in scrims. I have to play scrims. No, Mars showed you that guess what? You can just play arena games, grind arena, and still be able to practice your mechanics, practice your rotations, understand the game on that next level, and then go into a competitive event like DreamHack and place first. Yeah, and it's not always about, about the scrims. I was just going to say, just another shout out to EU's winner, Teak. Would be remissant if I did not give that man a shout oh, out as well. Absolutely. Shout out to Teak, man. He's he's a beast player back to back now for DreamHack Champions. Um, he struggled in the open days 
for the second month. So he won month number one. Come the second month, which was, I believe, the August track last month, he actually struggled. He didn't make it out of semis, so he didn't qualify at all. And then he turns around this month, September, and pulls a big old dubski, a first place by far by large margins. So well played to him. We did a VOD review on him. Guys, feel free to go check it out on YouTube if you want to watch that whole thing kind of unfold and, and transpire before your eyes. Life of Panda, it's been a great episode. We got all caught up. Wanted to hit that drama topic. Wanted to hit the update and as far as Epic stepping up to the plate here and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. I want to give you the floor really quickly. Let the people at home know, hey, where can they find Life with Panda? What kind of projects you're working on or anything of the sorts? And also, welcome back home from your business trip. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Life with Panda. We're actually currently giving away a PC on Twitter. So make sure to follow me on Twitter, LifeWPanda, for your chance to enter in for that PC. Uh, but that's all That's all I got going on. Monster, what do you got going on? Hey, man, tomorrow, if you guys are listening here at the 23rd of September, the 24th, we're doing a Verizon sponsor stream, Verizon 5G. Shout out to them. They picked me up. They picked your boy up. We collected the bag, so the bills are secured, y'all. But a little sponsor <laughs> stream. Come on through and say what's up. As always, guys, at MonsterDeepFace on all social medias. We'll catch you guys soon. So do not forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.